0: Hello and welcome to the UNC Chi Alpha Podcast. My name is Seth and today I'm joined by Joe Newell, Director of Chi at UNC. How's it going today, Joe?
1: <laughs> it's going good, Seth. Uh, like everybody else, you know, starting to feel the uh, the change of, uh, of, not just the seasons weather-wise, but it change of season as we get towards closer and closer to Christmas and all the running around is in full gear and... Decorating and Christmas parties on the on on the schedule, so it's good.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. Speaking of Christmas parties, we are officially two weeks away from Christmas. That's pretty hard to believe. Um, have you gotten all your Christmas shopping done yet? <laughs> oh
1: gosh, you would ask me that. Um, actually, I mean we're we um we're pretty minimalist when it comes to pretty much minimalist when it comes to Christmas. My wife and I don't even exchange gifts, and uh, and our kids don't ask for too much, so. It's um, it, it's pretty pretty low key in that department. But in answer to your question, no, we have not
0: <laughs>
1: probably done much Christmas shopping at all. But we're getting there. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. And um, of course, your boys are much older than mine. Mine right now, or at least one of them wants everything and wants it in various colors. <laughs> uh, we took some trash out the other day, and we found an old scooter that some other kid had. Given up, and we we took it back because he Micah fell in love with it, and but it's broken in some places and scratched up because it's been used, and we tried to explain that to him, and uh, now he wants a brand new scooter and wants a purple one at that. So I don't know if that's gonna make it under the tree or not, but we'll we'll see. So, um, but yeah, as, you know, as as much as we're looking forward to Christmas, we're still in the in the season of Advent. Um, I know it's very easy, especially as we get closer to Christmas, to be like, okay, let's just hit Christmas here already, um, but we, I think we miss something if we if we do that, and I think that's what Advent has been doing for us here lately, is just helping us to slow down, and uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about hope and peace, and so today, as we light the third candle, we're going to talk about joy, and what would you say brings you joy, Joe?
1: Oh, man. Um you know, when I think about, I, I know you're going to be talking about that, but when I think about it personally, I actually find a great deal of joy in giving gifts to others, even though just a few moments ago I said, hey, we don't, <laughs> we don't really do a lot in our own family as far as gifts at Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I think there's, um, it's not just about, I mean, there's certainly joy in watching someone open a gift from you. I, I don't know why that brings me a lot of joy, but I think there's the joy year-round of just giving yourself away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I was blessed last night even to get a a text message from someone who was just thanking me for kind of being there for them and um that's not the trumpet my own horn. I just think that's what we were the way we're wired. God has wired us to to give and to to serve and to take whatever we have and and have it be a blessing to other people.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. That's pretty deep too. I was going to say that opening day at Wrigley Field would bring you great joy. But you, you <laughs> that,
1: that too, because after that it gets not so joyful.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's, it'll be a new season soon enough. Um, yeah, when we think about joy, sometimes we come uh, convolute joy and happiness together. Mm. Um, yeah. People think that if they get a particular gift or if they get a certain thing from a loved one that's going to give them joy but uh, ultimately those things give happiness and happiness is a little bit more temporal than than joy yeah i could be happy with you know a new gadget or a new knickknack thing for a few weeks or even months but that's eventually going to fade and it'll just be another thing that i use but joy on the other hand is more steady than happiness and when i think about my my family the the friendships i have and how gracious and merciful god has been to me that brings me a lot of joy it could be sunny outside and I'd have joy. Um, and it could be raining outside and I would I'd still have joy.
1: Yeah, that's that's really good. I, I think that distinction's um, really, really important. Uh, now since we're heading into Christmas here and, and going through Advent obviously, um, how do you see how do you see joy happening in the Christmas story? We certainly sing about it, right? Joy to the world and all these things, but within the context of the Christmas story, how do you how do you see joy happening?
0: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um we we obviously see different characters experiencing experiencing joy. Um, but the most notable ones for me come out of Matthew two and the wise men. Hmm. Now to kinda of set this up, the wise men have noticed the star of the Messiah rising, and so they go to Jerusalem to ask King Herod where the Messiah is born. And Herod doesn't know, and so he calls all of his top priests and teachers and asks them where the Messiah is supposed to be born And they tell him that he's supposed to be born in Bethlehem according to a prophecy given out of the book of Micah. Herod then sends the wise men on their way and wants to know the exact location of where this newborn king of the Jews is so that he can go and worship him too. Or so that's what he tells the wise men. But Herod, of course, is very uh, insecure and uh, has a murderous plot uh, that he's wanting to execute on, uh, on Jesus. And so the wise men don't know this of course so they go anyway and they follow where the star has set over in bethlehem and matthew chapter 2 verse 10 says when they saw the star they were filled with joy Hmm. they then go and worship jesus and present him with the gifts gold frankincense and myrrh have you ever gotten gold frankincense and myrrh as a gift before
1: (laughs) no i don't i don't think i recall that one (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, not not very popular these days. Maybe gold, but uh, I, I don't know if I've talked to anyone that's ever gotten frankincense or myrrh, at least. So, um, anyway, the, the wise men, and sometimes they're called magi, magi um, depending on uh, how you're reading the story. Um, they were just like all the other people that have been waiting anxiously for a coming Messiah. If you remember from the first week, we talked about hope and how everyone was waiting with an expectant hope for the Messiah to come, fulfilled in Jesus' birth. And not only did this bring hope, but Luke chapter two verse ten captures it by saying that it was announced that the birth of Jesus was good news that brings great joy. Mm. And to me that's pretty that's pretty special because if you can put yourself in this situation, you know, you're you're doing your best to honor God's law as taught by the religious rulers and the Pharisees, the teachers. You're constantly subjected to oppression by the occupying roman authority and on top of all that you're likely raising a family which is enough work as it is and you wait with hope and then that hope comes and people start talking and you hear that prophecies are starting to be fulfilled the things that you might have heard when you were a little kid beginning to be fulfilled and i have to imagine that joy fills the heart in that moment because there is now and end in sight to what you're you're currently going through. And when we don't have that, when we don't have the the expectations, we think it's almost like running running a, a race. That if you don't know the the set limits of the race, you're just running and running and hoping that you can see a finish line. And uh, Jesus brings that finish line when he when he comes to earth.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's really good. You know, it's it's easy. I think as we we read the Christmas story and we think about putting ourselves inside the story, uh, I think that's really important. That's why we're, one of the reasons why we're doing podcasts on Advent. But when we think, we try to translate that back or bring it forward, if you will, into modern times, how do you think um, we can live with joy today, though?
0: Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of challenges that we face. Some of those are, are big challenges. Um, we just went through a big season, right? We, we just completed final exams. (laughs) So all those midterms, those papers, those labs, those projects that were due, and then to get the final exams and write even more and test (laughs) even more can be really excruciating. But guess what today is? It's fall commencement. And today those fall graduates are going to walk and be recognized for their accomplishments. Yes, the four years were challenging, but today there is great joy for them. And the joy that we live with is that God came to earth and lived among us by sending Jesus. We have a joy that doesn't deny the hardships, but doesn't fix fixate on them as the final say. And Jesus has the final say.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's really the true burning ember of joy, I guess, if you could put it that way for us, is that... Um, Despite our circumstances that we might find ourselves in, I know some of us get to this season of the year, and it's not always the best season, because life can be challenging and hard and sometimes outside of our control, and yet Jesus offers us something that's fixed in the form of joy in Him, something that's unaffected and unmanipulated by, by the outside world, and um, certainly walking with Him brings us great joy every day even when our circumstances Mm. are counter to that yeah
0: right yeah that's good well thanks for listening in Uh, we look forward to chatting again with you next week